0: Hello, and welcome to The Delicious Truth with Gloria Cotton. I'm Gloria. During this podcast, we're going to cover a variety of topics that are impacting our everyday lives. We'll look at four things for each topic. One, the absolute empirical truth. That's all about the facts and data. Then we'll look at the personal experiential truth. And that's about how those facts and others do and don't show up in people's lives and their experience of them. Next, the consequential, impactful truth, the difference this makes in people's lives. And finally, you'll hear about resources and solutions you can use to empower yourself and others. Hello, and welcome back to The Delicious Truth. Yeah, I'm Gloria. On this episode, we're going to be talking about the messages that we give to ourselves and others, the early messages that we receive, even the messages before we're born and how it impacts how we show up and think about ourselves um, as we are adults and as we are children. That's what we're going to be talking about today. And what can you do about it? So this is building on our sessions this year, uh, in this season, rather, where we're talking about the I am approach and being really positive about the things that you are saying to acknowledge you and your brilliance and your purpose for being on the planet, okay? So we're going to continue on with that. Do you know that in some cultures particularly indigenous cultures and this still goes on i think is fascinating while the mother is pregnant she and the family and even the the community begin talking with the child that says of the fetus and they they want to know you know what what's your name I want to give you a name that you are resonating with. And what are you here for? What difference are you making? And how can I support you? I mean, in in the beginning, they're wanting to understand the dreams and the hopes of this person and setting that person up for success. How about that? I I often think, you know what, if I had approached my children like that, You know, we might have had some very different responses from them when they were teenagers and in their 20s. And my kids were good, let me tell you right now. But still, I think it might have been easier for them and for their father and me had we just looked more appreciatively at them. You know what? There are songs, and one of my favorite songs is Earth, Wind, and Fires. Mm -hmm. Y'all need to listen to it if you haven't heard it in a while. You're a shining star no matter who you are. I mean, that is some good stuff. If you're ever feeling down on yourself, that's one of the songs. Let us know what are some of your songs that you listen to to be uplifting. But the thing about that song and the things that we tell ourselves and the mindset that I'm asking you to approach this is, and I saw this little Instagram post I don't know who said it because the person didn't put their name on it. But here's what they said. When I tell you I love you, I don't say it out of habit or to make conversation. I say it to remind you that you are the best thing that ever happened to me. Now, I want you to think about that for a minute. Think about when you are preparing a really festive meal for a number of people, whatever the number is. Largest I ever had was 20-something people. I'll never do that again. But what is it, all the preparation, the months before we actually did it, the shopping, um, setting the table, all of that, these people, it's not like they just rang the doorbell and just dropped in. I was expecting them and I wanted them to feel that they were respectful. Why don't we do that with and for each other? Why don't we do that for ourselves? Sometimes we uh, forget our dreams because other people dream for us and they think this is really gonna be what you need to do. And sometimes they can be absolutely right and sometimes they can be absolutely wrong. And this is why people sometimes are frustrated in their careers, in even the schools and classes that they go to, because they're living somebody else's dream. So this is about your being in touch with your dream and the people around you who support you, beginning with your family, being supportive of your dream, your purpose also. So here's a a mindset that I would like you to consider so that we can set our children up for success and not only our children, people that we are adult folks that we are beginning relationships with. One, my mindset, you are unconditionally welcome. You know what? You're not here by accident. I'm not hoping that you leave with a quickness. I mean, I am really enjoying the fact and anticipating the fact that it is going to be truly delicious, okay? Because you are here. You are unconditionally welcome. I don't care what on the menu we have to change. I don't care what we have to add. I don't care what seating arrangement, whatever. You are unconditionally welcome. The next thing is you are unconditionally loved. You know what, when we agree and when we disagree, I just love you. And sometimes we have to step back in our relationships to say, wait a moment, before I go further down this trail, before I let these words come out of my mouth that might be hurtful or plant the seed of doubt, within this person, where they go back and noodle on their own thought, wait a moment, maybe that wasn't right. And, and that's a good thing for us to do, to question and always push for excellence. That's a good thing. But doing it from fear is one thing. And then doing it because we're focused on improvement Focus on a transition. Focused on possibilities. Focused on excellence is a whole different thing. Okay, so the first one was, you know, what you're unconditionally welcome. I hear some people say, "I love you," and there's nothing you can do about it. That has not really ever worked for me. But if it works for you, Bubu, I think you should use it. But some kind of way, you know, make an arrangement. What I say to my daughter is, you're the greatest daughter in the whole wide world. She reminds me since she was 10, mom, I'm your only daughter in the whole wide world. (laughs) And I say, and still, you're my favorite daughter in the whole wide world. Because you know what? I could be looking at you. Lord, have mercy. I just have to deal with this? No. So she's easy to love. So um, I love you. That's it. And then, this is sometimes a challenging one, you're unconditionally perfect. Physically, emotionally, intellectually, you're perfect. I think about, there was a young man, a child. He wrote a lot of, his name was Matt something. I cannot remember his name. But he wrote a lot of poetry. He had respiratory and heart issues all his life, and this child was so positive. His life demonstrated that he was on, uh, not a scavenger hunt, but he was on a treasure hunt. Uh, Recently, I was doing an interview with somebody and the gentleman asked me, so what do you mean, Gloria, when you say, what's the difference between a treasure hunt and uh, a scavenger hunt? And I said, his mindset really. It is how you enter into the relationship. What do you think about it? If I am going on a scavenger hunt, here's what it means. I know I'm going to find garbage and I might find something of value. Of course, now I might miss it because I am so expecting garbage and stuff that's ugly that's if I am going on a scavenger hunt. Think about what that word means. When I'm working with and thinking about myself, are you identifying the things about yourself that are precious, that are beneficial to the world, that are beneficial to your neighbor next door, or the person living with you? What are you thinking? And here, is the difference between somebody who has a scavenger mentality and somebody who has a treasure hunt. You know what, people who go on a treasure hunt? Yeah, I know I'm going to find some goodness. I'm going to find riches. I'm going to find precious things. I'm going to find things that value um, other people and other people value things that make a difference positively in the world. And you know what? I may find some garbage along the way, but you know what? I won't just dismiss that garbage. I will look at that garbage and say, where's some goodness in this? I don't want to just throw it out. I want to really, is there a way I can repurpose this? What can I do? Think about if we approached our relationship with ourselves, with ourselves, with our children, with our neighbors, hello, with our coworkers. So the mindset is, you know what? You're unconditionally welcome. You're unconditionally loved. You're unconditionally perfect. Yeah, that's too much for some people. I'm not mad at you. Here, think about this. I'm going on a treasure hunt because I know you got treasure. I just have to discover it. Maybe other people haven't discovered it, but you know what? I am. I am. So what can we do to set ourselves and others up in order to work with each other so that they feel the embrace psychologically, emotionally of safety when they're with us? One of the things I ask people is, help me understand what makes your heart sing. Now, these are grown people I'm talking about. What makes your heart sing? What energizes you? What is it that you would do, even if you didn't get paid for it? Because you're doing it is such a gift. Many times people don't know. How about that for a hot mess? People have been programmed so much to other people's music and orchestra that they have totally lost sight of who they are. And they can do great work. They can do great work, but it won't have the same deliciousness, the same impact as it could have when they felt that they were welcome, that their ideas were welcome, that their contributions were welcome. Then, um, what are you most proud of? Given the things that you have done in your life, and y'all know with the I Am episode, maybe people have done those things that make their hearts sing. Maybe they know who they are, the I Am statements. Maybe they haven't a clue. Go back and listen to it if you want to get some more insights into that. But ask them anyway. And, and this is about you have, having those conversations with yourself. What are you most proud of? Think about people that you want to impress in your life and their opinion of you. You really, really want them to think positively. It could be just what you want to think about yourself. I'm not mad about that, but other people. For me, it's my grandmother. When I do something that's huge, I will look toward heaven. And and for those of you, that's too much for you. I just look towards the ceiling (laughs) and I say, mama, are you proud of me? That's important to me that this woman would be smiling because of the things that I have done. And then I also stopped and think, what do I want my children to know about me? Okay about this thing. If somebody told my children that I did and said this, would I be proud next week? If they Because they make a difference to me. So be real about that. Some people, and it is all three of my children. Sometimes it might be, you know what, two out of three, okay? Sometimes it's not going to be any of my children. Sometimes it's going to be my friend or my sister or whatever. But think about that's one of your measures of success. And then ask yourself and ask others, how can I help? My favorite question is, what can I, you, we do to help you be successful? Now, I just don't want to do something that's good. I want to do something that's in alignment with what makes your heart sing, with what you're proud of, because that's where your energy is. And that's where you have the most impact most easily in your life and others if you will create that it doesn't mean that you ignore the ugly stuff that's going on it not at all so this is not uh, a mary poppins moment but you know what a spoonful of sugar does helps the medicine go down i'm just getting ready to say that right now okay so we have to look at are we drinking toxic sludge that other people are pointing out to us? Or are we fueling ourselves, feeding, nourishing ourselves with the energy, words, thoughts of empowerment, of love? we're doing that i was speaking with a business associate the other day and she said that she doesn't use the word love when she's talking with people in the c-suite those are ceos coos all those people i call them the farmers in the dale. i'm gonna let y'all in on the inside secret <laughs> because they're the ceos the cios the cfos the eieio people and so that's a little thing that I say sometimes, not to their faces often, but it's just in my mind to make me smile when sometimes I wouldn't be of a mindset to smile with them. And I told her, I said, I deliberately use the word love, deliberately, because we have been taught not to. We've been taught not to look at people um, through the eyes of love, through the lens of love. We've talked about inclusion, which is wonderful. I mean, that is what I do. And we want people to feel welcome, valued, respected, heard, understood, and supported. Yes, we do. But you know what, honey? If I am not feeling safe emotionally, psychologically, if I think I cannot present my back to you, then you know what? I am in a defensive mode. So ask yourself, who are the people around you you have to defend yourself from? Okay? And you definitely should not be on your own terrorist list of somebody who is attacking you. Mm -hmm. So those are things that I'd like you to keep in mind for this episode of Bottom Line, You Know What, darling? There's such a hug. I'm so glad we're moving beyond COVID-19 because I got a hug for you if you want it. I'll take a virtual hug if that's the only thing I can get. But you know what? We need that physical contact. So if you are in the Chicago area mm-hmm, and you want a hug, I got it for you. There is a hug in your feet. I want you to know that I love you. I might not agree with everything you say. I don't agree with everything I think and say. Hello, Dara. So being real about that, being real about that, and still, I don't agree with this. I don't like that. This is hard for me. I've got to do some work. And you know what? Let me inhale and exhale hello, and let's get it together because we can do this together. But first, I got to start with me. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. This was so great, so fun. I hope you found it so too. It's serious stuff to think about. It's serious stuff to think about. But you know what? We can still have fun talking about hard stuff. And then it gets easier for us to talk about it. All right, darling. You know I love you. Mm -hmm, I said it. There's a hug in your future if you want one. Bye-bye.